0: You're listening to a podcast from 702. 7.02. 7.02. 7.02. 7.02. Bongani Bingwa. Wrapping up your day.
1: It's 11 minutes after 5. Earlier, of course, uh, we've been speaking about the crisis facing the Gauteng Health Department uh, because it does appear to be broke. You'll remember, of course, uh, the Sheriff of the Court attached furniture and computers just a few months ago because the department pe- failed to settle a 6.2 million rand medical negligence bill. And the question I'm asking this afternoon is what happens if they are ordered to pay for the Life Esedimeni tragedy. As things stand, they may not be able to do so. And that's not the only case. I mean, according to today's Soweta newspaper, the horror stories that have come out of the Tele uh, Mujerane Hospital in First Lauras simply beggar belief. Missing patients... Injured people sleeping on the floor and according to an unnamed source by the paper, sewage spillages have become common. In fact, so common, one recently happened in the kitchen. So we're going to be speaking to... Um, you know, uh, the Democratic Alliance's shadow health MEC in Gauteng, Jack Bloom, We did offer, uh, by the way, the MEC uh, uh, for uh, health in Gauteng, uh, Dr. Gwen Ramahopa her right of reply, and she's given us a statement, which I will read to you in a moment. Uh, but Jack Bloom in Italy has found a way uh, to, uh, you know, make time for us. And uh, Jack, good afternoon to you, and thank you for making time for us.
0: Yes, afternoon. Nice to be with you.
1: I mean... How soon till we have another life Esedimeni tragedy?
0: Well, I think it's starting to happen already because there's suppliers who are not delivering supplies. I mean, I heard today of a a woman who uh, had to have a heart stent operation at Steve Beaker Hospital, and they've told her to wait three months because the supplier hasn't been paid. I was also told that the CAT scan at Laroton Hospital hasn't been working. So, already, uh, and that's because they, they're not able to afford to fix the 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 machines. So this is at various hospitals. Uh, I think two hospitals in particular are having a crisis. The Telamugurani Hospital in Fosters, which I visited last week, uh, they haven't paid the security guards. So the rest of the staff are feeling very insecure, and then as you've highlighted, there's other problems at that hospital as well. And it's such a pity because that's actually a, a brand new hospital yeah. that was opened a few years ago. It was three years was ago? It's
1: yes. uh, three years ago it cost 1.7 billion rand, and already they're having problems. I mean, uh, there are allegations that food was served to patients despite there being a sewage spill in the kitchen. Well, yes, that's what the staff
0: told me when I was there last week. And, you know, there were design problems in that hospital. You know, uh, the hospital wasn't meant to to cost 1.7 billion rand, uh, but there was, you know, a fishy contractor and they had to redo certain aspects of the hospital. And, And, in fact, it took eight years to build a hospital. So, you know, it's the sort of massive inefficiency and incompetence that we have in the Gauteng Health Department. It wastes money. And here we have a beautiful new hospital with design faults and, and, and sewage problems. In fact, uh, when the hospital was opened, I was told there was this recurring sewage problem and, and, and that's exactly what I heard when I visited there, that uh, you no know, patients are getting sick because of sewage in the kitchen. It's just unbelievable and now of course you've got to find the money to fix this problem and what I, I think somehow the provincial government is going to have to find the money somewhere uh, that I know they're asking Treasury, but But, you know, when they do finally find the money uh, to bail out the department, because it can't continue as it is at the moment, they've really got to put in uh, strict financial management and efficiency measures and, and, and do something drastic there, because this department's been ailing for for many, many years now, and we can't keep going from one financial crisis to another without addressing the underlying cause.
1: I mean, it's, it's it's quite extraordinary. You mentioned the security guards who've done tools because of non-payment. And I've already talked about the soft, uh, the rather um, uh, patients being served food despite a sewage spill in the kitchen. But also uh, patients getting soft porridge for supper because there was nothing else to feed them. That's a money problem. But also basic things like a decomposed body of a patient found behind the psychiatric ward after it had been missing for three days. Lift's not working
0: yes and and that 's partly because the security guards uh, are on strike and and uh, I heard of a missing patient so some patient uh, who shouldn 't have walked out. I think it was a psychiatric patient, just walked out, and nobody 's managed to find this patient. I mean, this is the crisis that happens because you're not paying service providers. The other big one is at Rahima Musa Mother and Child yes. Hospital, which uh, you know, fourteen thousand babies a year are delivered at this hospital. Um, well, the the nursing agency hasn't been paid, and and this is crucial extra staff at key moments for. For, for the hospital, so the hospitals have closed some wards they've actually only running one uh, emergency theater and they should be running two emergency theaters so I, I think that lives are already at risk because uh, yeah. you know, service providers aren't being paid and it's happening at various hospitals across the country. I can give you some figures you know uh, the housing health department is owing more than 1.3 billion rand to service providers, uh, some for more than a year. And, uh, and at some stage, uh, you know, companies say, look, we actually can't provide uh, what we're supposed to provide anymore and until you pay us. So uh, I think it's a crisis point. And, uh you know, I've warned about this and I hope they do something
1: about it. All right, Jack Bloom on the line there from Italy. That's the DA Houting Shadow Health MEC. I mean, i got to tell you, when another life is a dimeni tragedy happens, do not be surprised. The focus, uh, much of the focus is on Gauteng Mahlangu, but I think the entire Houting department needs to give us an explanation and listening in on that conversation. Initially, uh, Dr. Ramakhopa was not available to speak to us, but the provincial spokesperson, Tabo Masebe, was listening in on parts of that conversation and he'll be giving us some sense of a right of reply.
0: 702. 702. Bongani Bingwa. Wrapping up your day.
1: It's 21 minutes after 5 o'clock. We were hoping, of course, to speak to the Gauteng Health Department's Dr. Gwen Ramohopa, the MEC. Uh, instead, we're joined by provincial spokesperson Tabo Masebe. And thank you very much uh, for availing yourself uh, really at short notice. I appreciate that.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Right. You heard uh, part of my conversation with Jack Bloom. And of course, a little earlier on, we spoke to service providers, including uh, uh, the nursemate agency that provides services uh, to uh, the Rahima Musa Hospital. And they've simply walked out because they're not getting their money. Gauteng Health is in a state, isn't it? Tabo?
2: Hello.
1: I'm saying Gauteng Health is in a state, isn't it?
2: Yeah, well, yes, indeed, Uh, the department uh, is facing uh, uh, serious uh, challenges, Uh, and uh, this was uh, immediately identified by the MEC, uh, Dr. Gwen Mokuba, when she was appointed in February this year. Uh, Upon her assessment of the state of the department, uh, she gave a report to the premier and later to the executive council with a specific request for the Executive Council to intervene to help stabilize the department. And uh, once that happened, the Premier, the Executive Council, then um, uh, agreed to establish a committee comprising uh, three uh, MECs, which include uh, the MEC for Finance and the MEC for uh, Cooperative Governance um, and uh, uh, Human Settlements. Uh, Paul Mashatile, uh, and of course the MEC for Health. So this uh, team of MECs um, are tasked with uh, looking at uh, the, the 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 state of the health department and uh, finding uh, um, urgent solutions to yeah. uh, stabilize the department so that uh, we are uh, uh, able to continue providing the services that uh, the public expect
1: from the health department Tabo, let me just come in here and say particularly in the context of what we've heard about life isidemeni and what went wrong there there are a lot of things that are still happening in other institutions that simply ought not to happen that don't need a committee of mecs to resolve let's take the tele uh, hospital for example We've had early allegations of food served to patients despite there being a sewage spillage from that kitchen. We've heard allegations of soft porridge for supper because there was nothing else to feed them and that soft porridge without sugar. Decomposed body of a patient found behind a ward after he'd been missing for three days. Lift's not working. One patient got so fed up, he simply hung himself and committed suicide from the frustration. Now, we don't need a committee of no, MECs no, to resolve I mean, I these think, things.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's your view. Uh, and I can uh, understand why you believe uh, that way, because you're only looking at the surface. You're looking at the symptoms of the problem. Now, we've got to get to the bottom of the problem. We need to understand what is the problem here. Now, if one of the problems, uh, key problems is... Uh, Uh, financial uh, um, uh, it's lack of uh, 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 sufficient uh, funding. Then we've got to look at that and say what causes that? Why is the department uh, bleeding? Uh, What can we do to ensure that sufficient uh, money allocated for services that uh, uh, directly
1: uh, tabo with respect, the
2: the service that we have to give to the people.
1: With respect, sir. No,
2: no, 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 Bongani. No, no. So With, as I'm saying to you, then you you say you don't need a, a committee
1: to prevent now, people from being fed when, food when there's a sewage uh, when, spillage in the kitchen. You need I'm a committee to figure that out.
2: All of those things are because of the financial problems of the department. Now, and, and those are receiving urgent, urgent, urgent attention, uh, especially, yes, because we don't want to expose people to uh, serious uh, life risks and any uh, danger. Uh, you may
1: not want but to, want but to. you are. That's the point. You are.
2: Okay. Now, I'm saying to you we are taking steps to ensure that the Houghton Provincial Government continues to provide health care and that includes attending to the urgent issues some of them which you are stating there but uh, you cannot know processes you cannot ignore that you are you're dealing with systems here so you can't wake up now and say let's throw money into the problem. You've got to identify why the department is bleeding so that uh, When you do make money available, that money doesn't go into a a bottomless
1: pit. Tabo Uh, Masebe, I have to to come in there. I have to come in there. I'm sorry. Your response to this issue is with absolute callousness. You're not dealing with systems. You're dealing with people. In the context of Esitimeni, you cannot come on the radio and and tell me about systems. In
2: in your view, what, what, what do you expect us to do?
1: You at least need to acknowledge that some of these problems needn't happen and you don't need a committee of MECs to prevent it. You cannot say this is about a system.
2: No, no, we're taking steps to stabilize the department. Now, as I'm saying to you, the first thing that Dr. Gwen Ramukhupa did when she took uh, the the, the post, she did an immediate assessment of the state of the department and she realized that there were serious problems. Some the problems are systemic, some relate to management, and some relate to uh, just the general financing of the department. Now, on the basis of the information she had, based on the the assessment that she did, she then reports to the Premier and the Executive Council. And the Premier then decides that uh, let's take urgent steps to attend to
1: this problem. All right, Tabo Masebe, I'm afraid we're going to we're going to have to run out of time. You're repeating what you've already said. Thank you for your time and for speaking All to right. us. Thank you. Houting Provincial Spokesperson Tabo Masebe